From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. So 200 episodes in the books and no one has called for a replacement host? Wow, I guess we're doing a pretty good job. I have. <laughs> you don't count. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 201. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man who's waiting for a screenplay about his life to be brought to a major motion picture company. But he does the show to pass the time. Give it up for Mike, also known as MFG. Yay, me. Uh, it's always good to be here for 201. I don't know why that sounds so good. <laughs> it just does. Wait, uh, I, I'm waiting for you to hit, hit us up with any kind of um, badly described movies. Well, that's coming. Oh, okay. I'm like, right. I'm like, that Asian usually comes into your intro. Well, that's coming right now. That's exactly. It's a, such a virtue around here. Okay. Anyhow, so here, because I know you're just waiting with bated breath, is your horribly described movie. Ah, this one's going to get you. I'm, I'm, I'm gunning for Ralph. I don't think he's going to get this one. He uh, never guns for me, guns for Ralph. Okay. Yeah, because you're not going to get this one either. Um, okay, got it. Uh, now, you guys actually might get this one. Uh, rich dude makes out with dead chick while a bunch of guys watch. Let me just repeat that one more time. Rich dude makes out with dead chick while a bunch of guys watch. After the quick news, you'll find out who what that movie is. Sounds like some people's Saturday nights on the average, but okay. <laughs> that one, I'm going to have to really mull over. But our other illustrious host is the man who not only gives his input on geek things, but was correct when he said that the game of Catan was actually fun. It was. Please give it up for RT Squared, Ralph the Tech. Yes, join the cult of Catan. Oh, we have cookies. <laughs> Do you have bacon? That too. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so the other day while I was toiling away at my job, setting up just computer after computer, I felt like a, a guy in a factory worker just doing the same thing over and over again. A thought occurred to me. The Internet didn't make people dumber. The Internet just allowed them to reach out more. I, that good point, Ralph. Good point. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. Yeah, it, it's like it's like you know they weren't the, it, the internet didn't make them dumb. It just gave them a megaphone. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, it didn't make them dumb. It just, it just allowed them to reach out and show they were dumb. Yeah. It's, it's, it gave it's them a like, platform. It's like that saying. Uh, um, people aren't. Yeah. People aren't. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> How's that saying going? Listen, it's, it's going, it's going, all right? Uh, it's better if you keep your mouth shut so that people don't assume you're, you're a fool than opening your mouth and removing all doubt. That's right, that's very true. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I, I, I could have sworn that, that saying has been done in a shorter way, but I, I won't go there, I won't go there. Have you known so, me to take a direct route to anything? Nope. <laughs> all right Robert, then. So Robert explains it all. All that. <laughs> okay. All right. So today we'll be talking about the latest entry of the MCU that hit theaters recently. But is it worth a watch? On this episode, we will be discussing the Marvel movie known as Shang Chi 
and The Legend of the Ten Rings. But first, Mike likes to get warmed up for his movie synopsis by running his gums. But at least when he makes it useful by telling us, you know, the latest in geek culture. So here he is, Mike, and his quick news. And now, the quick news. Brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. I just feel... I just feel like I was introduced by a Muppet, and I'm not sure why. That, I felt the same way, Mike. I can't even lie. Actually, I felt like it was the bald eagle with the brown, with the eyebrows. No, no, no. That was Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Ah, you, I was actually just waiting to hear that? like I was waiting to hear like borky borky borky. But uh... <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, Eeyore does a lot of voiceover work, and you don't know how hard it was for me to get him to do that one. It was crazy, man. Without slitting his wrists. I was about to say, it was probably depressing for both of you. Uh, <laughs> it, it was tough, man. Um, all right. For some news here. Unfortunately, I have a an old death that I never got around to. Wait, uh, death? We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I know. But this is an old one. I, I missed out on this one. Uh, for Archer fans, it's time to say goodbye to Mallory. Actress Jessica Walter passed away on March 24th. The Emmy-winning star of Arrested Development reportedly died in her sleep. Jessica Walter Whoa. was 80 years old. Oh I loved God. her. I loved her for years. She was oh such a great actress. Yeah. I'm yeah. really sorry to hear that. She was really good. I wonder really how they're going to handle that with Archer. They'll, yeah, they'll probably I mean, just find someone who's uh, similar in voice. I would almost imagine. I could really see them like either having her pass away or having her disappear and not resurrecting the character. I could almost see that. Um, just out of, and, they, and then maybe like have like her sister, like an aunt. You know, just just so that you don't like, you know, take away from the original character i could almost see that happening but we'll find out that oh my goodness i just can't believe she passed away wow yeah. that, that's that's sad man I mean, wow we haven't done death in a while i mean you I know, know so yeah. threw me off what do you say ralph i'm sorry that's life cap everything ends everything dies good Not job me. way to keep it nice and cheery yeah, well you're blackula so we know that <laughs> what else you got there blackula all righty well if disney thought the scar joe lawsuit was a slap to the face here comes a Hulkbuster kick to the nuts. Uh -oh. I know this uh, one. The estate of comic icon Steve Ditko is attempting to reclaim copyright of, on Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. The estate has filed notice of termination with the United States Copyright Office with regards to those copyrights by attempting to use a right introduced in the 1976 Co Copyright Act that allows creators to terminate copyrights of works that the creators had previously assigned to another person or entity. The hard part will be proving whether or not they were transferred, I'm sorry, the, um, transferring the rights of the characters to other persons or entities, which would allow the family to terminate the rights 56 years after creation, or if they were created as a work for hire, in which case mm. the copyrights of the characters cannot be terminated. Right. And the, I was waiting for Mike to mention that because I know I just heard that it was actually going to be part of my quick news oh. that, that, is, that Hollywood Reporter had made that report and people were spazzing out. Number one, not for nothing, Disney has tons of money. I could see them throwing throwing a bunch of money at them to settle the, the estates out. But number two, what Mike said, you know, the, what do they call it? Um, paid for hire or work for hire. Work for hire. Like that's the term that the, you know they have to you know prove. And I just found out that Jim Shooter, the writer for Secret Wars, mm -hmm. had talked about this recently. He talked about that Marvel approached him about using Secret Wars in the in the, in the cinematic universe, and they try to have him sign something to say, hey, you know, you know, just could you sign this to say it was a work for hire? He goes, it was a work for hire. And, and they're like, no, no, but we want you to sign this. 
So <laughs> that's so but, funny. But the bottom line is, I I heard about this today, and I was like, oh my god! But yeah, I don't but they think they actually filed. Um, well, the I think his son or his grandson filed the uh, the thing in June first. So it's actually been in the works for a while. Right. Um, it's just now getting talked about. But no, it'll just be interesting to see because I mean, you know, granted, Stanley likes to talk, or it's just that he liked to talk, mm-hmm. and kind of like I mean, granted, he was kinder, gentler, and fun to hear, but he was kind of like Trump where he could just kind of run off at the mouth. Um, but at one point, many years ago, he's talking about Doctor Strange. Oh, we wanted a wizard guy and blah, 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 and how we came up with the name. And he says, "'Twas created by Steve Ditko. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't still mean that it wasn't a work for hire. But you know, again, then that's what they're gonna have to prove. That's the hard part. Right. And Disney right may have him. the money, but they also are cheap. They're not, I mean, well, look at Scar Joe. They don't want to part with their money. <laughs> well, I'm not saying they won't fight. I just think uh, they have enough money that they, they they'll overcome this because they have too much invested. Yeah, but it's it's also though. I'm sorry, Ralph, to cut you off there, but it's also important because, uh, like, if they if they lost this battle, it's not about them having the money. Steve Gicker's family, I mean, they could just be like, yeah, we don't want you to have it anymore. Period. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with money. You just don't have Spider Man anymore. <laughs> you know. So imagine that. Yeah. Well, you say rough inside. I have a question for the esteemed yeah. uh, Esquire there, Michael. Yeah. Um, I'm not esteemed. Fuck you. Go ahead. Okay. The esteemed bald guy as well. Thanks. I'm, I'm not going to say Esquire because you don't have a lawyery look about you. I'm an ex from Acquire. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. He's got more of that. Per- he's got more of that shaky paroli look, doesn't he? Yeah. So <laughs> they're fighting. Hey. They're fighting to uh, have the the copyright transferred onto them. Or to right. remove the copyright of the character and make it open well, for everybody. No, 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 no. It would revert back to them. In other words, right. they're, they're saying it's their property. You've had the copyright for X amount of time. It actually now goes back to us. And if we wish to renew it, you know, that, that mouse might be eating like Kraft cheese instead of some like, you know, French original. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot that, that, that could go on, but there's two things that I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure if Mike, you read about it. They said that if this goes through, even though it could be tied up in litigation for years mm-hmm. to come, the expiration date is 2023. For what? For like if this went through, like well, saying, I mean, like, Spider Man was created in what, um, 64, 65. I mean, it's been 56 years. Yeah, they're saying. No, but I'm saying like, the, for, or at least for when I went to Hollywood Report, oh, okay. the expiration date would be 2023. Oh, interesting. Okay, but 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 being that it could be tied up in litigation for years. Even if that's the expiration date, it would still roll on right. until there was a, um, you know, a, a, a what do you call it? A, 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 what the a verdict? Thank you, a verdict. I'm like a jurisdiction. No, that's not it. A jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys need to watch more Law and Order. Right. Dum dum. <laughs> what else you got, Mike? All right. Last but not least, well, that didn't take long. Uh, in November 2019, Disney Plus opened its streaming doors. In less than uh, two years later, the service is looking to optimize profits by, you guessed it, adding advertisements to programming. Uh. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek was recently asked about Hulu's advertising strategy at the Goldman Sachs 30th Annual uh, Communicopia Conference. He expressed admiration for Hulu's ability to enable advertisers on its platform. Now, to be clear, incorporation of ads into Disney Plus model is, is not a reality right now. Uh, but the streaming service is working to expand its reach by bringing in more customers and releasing new content. Um, or as Ch- um, Chappie explained at the conference, quote, all this is malleable. Again, it's soft clay right now. And we are very pleased with what we're seeing with the addressable uh, advertising on Hulu. 
end quote. So they're looking into it. So you know that's coming. I'll say this. I, um, shout out to Joe the Intern. Anytime Joe the Intern and I watch a wrestling event on, it used to be the WWE Network, but now it's Peacock. But even when it was on the mm-hmm. WWE Network, he's like, mm-hmm. so we're paying $7.99 or $8.99 for no commercials, and now they started adding commercials? Yep. What the hell's going on? And then Hulu had a thing. Didn't Hulu have a thing back yes. in the day? Where back, it was- they used to be commercials, then you paid for no commercials, and then they had commercials with on the same pay rate. And it's like basically until people stand up and go, you know what? We're canceling. Until that happens, and I'm not saying it's easy, but until that happens enough, they'll get away with it. Everyone will get away with it, you know? That yeah. is amazingly greedy. There was, um, there's some programming on Hulu, even if you have the, the no commercial one, mm-hmm. there's some programming that they are like, well, uh, because of the, the deal that they have with whoever made this thing, there has to be at least one commercial at the beginning and one commercial at the end. Right. Well, that's what they're talking about. That's what Disney uh, plus the, the um, Bob Chekov is talking about. He's saying that he's impressed with their platform and how they're doing advertising. So they're not saying it's going to be like commercials, like, you know, every five minutes is going to be a commercial. Whatever their plan is, they are just impressed with it enough to consider it, you know. Hey, I, I don't even know about that because the Hulu plan I have was the one where they had the special for Hulu for $2, mm-hmm. which for me, I'm surprised because if, if the highest one is commercials once in a while and the mid-level one is you definitely have commercials mine's is probably you have commercials and i'll knock on my door to ask for a hand job but i don't know <laughs> well actually the, the version that you have you think you've been watching shows it's actually just a really long commercial it's, it's <laughs> been it's been a 30 minute commercial every time you mean you mean the trailers for the movie theater <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> oh man so is that all the quick news that is all the quick news i have all right mike let's go into that horribly described um motion picture and I'm going to try to wrap my head around it, but it just sounded like a really bad frat boy incident. Go ahead. All right. This is a horribly described movie, and here it is one more time. Rich dude makes out with uh, with dead chick while a bunch of guys watch. Rich dude makes out with dead chick and a bunch of guys watch. Wow. Um, Ralph, do you have anything? I'm going to let you go first because you're the master. Uh, this one kind of stumped me. Oh, so... Ah, uh, my horribly described movie is working horribly. I'm thinking of either some, some sort of like vampire movie or something, because that's why anybody would be making out with a dead chick. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So we have we have a no guess. Cap, Cap is Cap is lost. Cap, Cap keeps seeing in his head that movie about the girl who's a, who died and then he um the guy built her as an android. Oh, that's a horrible movie from the 80s or early yes, 90s? Yes, from the 80s. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the name, but that's a horrible movie. Um, yeah. That's just a horrible movie. Uh, but here we go. Rich dude makes out with dead chick while a bunch of guys watch. That's obviously Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. You know? She's no, no, dead. no. no. <laughs> remember? She is, she's oh. poisoned and she has the state of death. I thought it was a horrible <laughs> until, oh. until he kisses her. And oh, all no the doors watched. No, <laughs> I, I object. I object. The I whole object premise, too. since the beginning that you started this, it was always horror movies. No, 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 no. I, every single time, including if you play back and listen to this one, every single time the cap says, lips into this horror movie, I go, it's a horribly described movie. Yes, yeah, Mike's, <laughs> right, no, Mike's got us. Mike's got us. So, so now we learn from that object. one. I, still object. And I've just ruined everyone's childhood. <laughs> Wow, wow, we should we should totally mess with Mike by changing in and editing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut this part out. If I, if I didn't know the tech was too lazy, I would be worried. This, oh. 
<laughs> True words, oh. but I'm just gonna cut this whole part out. <laughs> that, that's, well, that's easy. Just you know, well, snip, snip here, easy. delete. Well, let's. Why wow, you sound like a rabbi? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to well, the fine. reason why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about the movie that um, uh, some MCU fans were waiting for because they're very curious, and that movie is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And with the synopsis, is a guy who messed with us <laughs> in that last segment. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, F you, bro. <laughs> uh, back to me again. So surprising. Like I said, right. warm up, right? Didn't I say it? <laughs> All righty. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is the what number film, guys? Come on. 26. Wait, wait. Hold on. Carry the mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Add the five. Yes. Divide by 20. zero. Wait, mm-hmm. divide by zero. 26. It's 26. Sure. It's a number. Yes, it is. It's the 25th film in the uh, Marvel sh- Cinematic Universe. I was right. Ah. I was right. <laughs> You were right. Uh, The film revolves around Shang-Chi, a.k.a. the master of Kung Fu, who was created by Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin for special Marvel edition number 15 way back in December of 1973. The film was directed by Dustin Daniel Cretton from a screenplay by Cretton, uh, Dave Callahan, and Andrew Lanham. Uh, the superhero action film costs nearly $200 million and has a current domestic box office of $183 million and a worldwide total of $327 million. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 92% with an audience of 98 and mm. a Metacritic score of 71 out of 100 with an audience of 76 out of 100. All that right. is like, I think, the highest I've ever read from them. Right. <laughs> Who is not paying Metacritic? Like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> Evidently, they don't deserve it. Alrighty, for a synopsis, here we go. Uh, With an early 70s origin story steeped in Asian stereotypes, including a slant-eyed, long, tendril mustache, Fu Manchu ancestry, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Ten Rings manages to avoid the pitfalls you'd expect in Hollywood. Meanwhile, DC can't manage to have a Black character without a prison record. All right, now, 24-year-old Shang-Chi is forced to battle his 10,000-year-old father, Xu Wenwu the owner of the 10 bangle bracelet rings of immense power. Sure, there could have just been eight rings, but you know, with 10, you'll get eight roll. Uh, joined, by his, <laughs> joined by his comic relief BFF Katie and reunited with his badass karate sister, uh, Shea um, Ling, the trio rescue an old thespian, fight the corruption of lost love and discover a land of hidden myths and mysticism and chicken pigs. Uh, come for the giant dragon, but stay for the humor and action. With fight scenes that make Danny Rand of uh, uh, the Iron Fist look like Danny DeVito, the Iron Chef, the only abomination in this film is in the Fight Club battling Wong. <laughs> All right, it's starring Simu Liu as uh, Xu Shang-Chi, uh, also known as Sean, Aquafina as Katie, uh, Mungar Zhang as uh, Xu Shailin, uh, Fala Chen as Ying Li, Florian Montenu as Razorfist, Benedict Wong as Wong, Michelle Yeoh as Ying Nan, uh, Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slatery, and Tony Leung as Shu Wenwu. All right, let's get ready to talk about it. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. But before we do that, and thank goodness it's not episode 200 where I almost forgot, let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for. Still paying it off. Yep. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Even when he complains, he sounds rich. And that spoiler, that spoiler <laughs> warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Everybody was Stush fighting. 
They're fast uh, as douche. <laughs> Confucius and Stush say, you are an idiot. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Wow. It, it was almost like it was directed for somebody. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I remember that, that when they put this on the slate, some people who aren't, you know, familiar with Shang-Chi, we're, so, we're a little confused and we're intrigued. How did you guys feel about it before you even walked into this, you know, into watching this? How did you guys feel? Like you were interested, you were like waiting to see, you weren't sure what? Oh, I was all in. Ooh. Is that because you're familiar with the character from the 70s? Enough, I'm not like, like um, a Shang-Chi, you know. Uh, aficionado. Aficionado, exactly. But I mean, I, I read enough and I just enjoyed the character. I mean, granted, as like I said, as, as steeped in stereotype as is, I still enjoyed the character here and there. They just never had much to do with him. You know, they, he just didn't really fit in well with the Marvel Universe. Okay. Until more recently. Gotcha. Um, Ralphie Boy? Oh, from the moment I heard about this, I was like, who the fuck who? is that? <laughs> And then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> then I saw the movie, and I'm like, okay. Now I know who the fuck this guy is. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll say this before we begin talking about the movie. I um, My first introduction to Shang-Chi, way before he helped Spider-Man get better abilities, which is another story. And his um, Spider-Foo? His Spider-Foo, yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. It's but I remember... I remember as a kid learning how to trade comic books because, you know, back then comic books, you know, you didn't you didn't have them like 500 print or whatever. So you had one. Sometimes you couldn't find the other one. And you hung out with friends and they're like, I want that book. And I had Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. And because it wasn't Human Torch or anything like that, right. I traded it for Doctor Strange and I regretted it. <laughs> Evidently, you didn't get a good Doctor Strange comic because right. that is also excellent. Right, I was waiting for Mike to say that, but I digress. So, <laughs> all right, so Shang Chi. Um, I mean, it's overall. Do we feel like the storytelling fit for? Because um, the storytelling style was a little bit different. Did you guys like how they went about introducing their hero and how they made their hero, or did you feel like it was, you know, Disney being Disney? I mean, I thought it was good storytelling. I mean, it's it. They didn't leave you with a lot of questions about who he was or anything like that. I mean, it, I I like that we got the brief history of the rings in the very beginning. Uh, you know, you you see who Wen Wu is uh, and what what he what he does, and then you meet Sean, aka Shang Chi, and you instantly you know you start finding out what he's been doing with himself, uh, and then you're immediately brought into like you know he's being summoned by his father by henchmen coming for him. You know, um, I had no problem with that. Okay, all right. Ruffy boy. Unfortunately, I have to agree with Mike. Unfortunately, you know, I, I feel like no they one agree with you, bro. Agreeing with me is the eleventh ring of hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so bad, you know that even for murderers, they're like, no, no, man. Listen, I'm not gonna agree with Mike. That's that's horrible. I slaughtered dogs and kittens, but I'm not gonna agree with that guy. Uh-uh. <laughs> and, and the reason why I ask I ask that question is because I know that. Disney has a formula with some with some of their heroes, and I felt like this one followed that whole the slacker trope. The you know I have the ability to do more, but I'm really not. I mean, Star Lord all over again. You know? I mean, if you think about it, almost every Marvel hero has a slacker thing. Tony Stark, 
Mm-hmm. That's why I said the Disney thing, yeah. Thor. Well, it's not just Disney, it's Marvel. I mean, no. these are their characters, Marvel. Right. I mean, uh, so Thor, he was that's why he lost that's why he lost the hammer. What about <laughs> you know, like, and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she was a she was a double agent by the time we meet her. Um right. stuff like that. Just like Captain America, I mean, because he was already given the stuff stuff like that. But I mean, again, it's not every hero, but I mean like they're just but they use it often enough yeah yeah that's that is their thing it's that's because it's supposed again it's supposed to be relatable that like all of us are kind of like yeah we got nothing else going on but then you get power and you're like i'm going to do the right thing what about the hulk bruce banner was a an accomplished professor he's oh goodness (laughs) we're just saying that you know that they use the trope often enough usually in in a cinematic universe when you have different heroes maybe that trope will be used once reed richards not not three times he's we're not talking he's not even in the marvel universe yet thank him jesus christ okay um anyway, he's, he's just he's I'll just a, he, well hank pym's just a wife beater so <laughs> he was very he was overly accomplished oh my gosh anyway um but, but i i brought that up because i was wondering if, if that bothered you it didn't bother no. me at all i just i just felt like oh i've seen this before oh i've been around this before um right. but also if you take it though shang chi wasn't an underachiever he was hiding from his father yeah yeah but, but Th- that, that is kind of a difference there i mean it's just trying against, not it to is the difference out. right he's doing his best not to be noticed That's because obviously because sure. obviously he's been keeping up with his kung fu yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was uh he was following the uh elsa plan of uh staying low you know Surprise. what making a musical yeah that, that too. Oh. <laughs> hide away suppress there you go. Now, I mean, it, it, I was, I mean, I like, don't get me wrong, because there's so many ways that other studios could have took this property mm-hmm. and really leaned into some of the stereotypes without really leaning in right? or, or making it so sterile and vanilla that there was no identity. Mm-hmm. And this film did not do that, which I was happy. You know, they gave him a personality. They, 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 they went for something. I mean, how did you feel about the best friend, Katie? You know, um, Aquafina. She was good. I mean, I you know she's Mike. Mike you, Mike, you gave it away. You can't play poker, bro. <laughs> yeah, but she's good. I mean, it's just I, you know, like I said, at first, I was kind of worried about is she going to become a pain in the ass, you know? Um, and in some ways, you could almost say that, but I mean, not enough that it bothered me in the movie. I mean, because it's just that's who she is. She's the, she's the best friend that she's she's his ride or die friend. You know, I mean, right. literally, she she's the ride or die friend. And um, I don't, I, I didn't mind her. Actually, I was worried that I was going to mind her. I was worried that she was going to be like, um, and I can't think of the name of the character, uh, but uh, Kat Denning's character in the Thor movies. Because yeah. I love Kat Denning. Darcy. I think she's amazing. Yeah, Darcy, thank you. I think she's so funny um, as, a, as an actress. And I loved what they did with the character on Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, with uh, WandaVision. But like, I couldn't stand her in Thor because she just, she was, just wouldn't stop wisecracking. You know? But they didn't do that with Katie, so I was happy. Okay. What about you, Ravi? I know that you are a little more, you have a little bit more of a lighter view and a softer approach or so, a, a dad a dad vibe. So go ahead. A dad vibe. So you're I, more I, dad than I am. <laughs> I, I guess. Um so I, I, I had uh went in hoping that they wouldn't use her as like the character that he would constantly have to save. Like there was there was really only one real scene in which um he had to save her and that's when they're out on the the bamboo oh i love that scene you know the scaffolding the Mm -hmm. bamboo scaffolding and he he has to like try to um protect her there you know Mm -hmm. in in which he kind of fails because he he lets her fall and then it's only his sister that saves her um but even but after that like when they're escaping the compound she's the one who's driving you know like he's he's not Mm -hmm. having to help her there 
well, they've already established that you know they gave her that out right off the bat. Right. You know, like like you know. Yeah, but yeah, but, then, but even when they when they go into uh, Talo, right? Talo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they get to Talo, like she's not like, oh, cool, everyone's fighting. He's like, no, like she, the 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 woman gives her a bow and she shoots the bow and she gets into it and she's like, listen, I'm a, I'm gonna be there. I'm a, I'm a fight. I want to fight. Like so, mm-hmm. I'm glad that there was only that one moment where like he had to protect her. And and after that, it was like she was her own. She's like, "Listen, we're in this together. Like I told you, I'm I'm here for you." you know? Well, she's the, she's the comic side, um, comic relief sidekick that they actually bothered to give um, backstory and develop a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which did, was very and good. Did, and didn't have to make a romantic lead, even though they kind of no. nudge, nudge, hint, hint. And I like that because you know, it's like people would ask, "They're like, isn't that your girl?" Like, no, no, it's my homie. You know, like, and. Yeah. It was nice. It was, like it, was also, it was also very interesting. Like I was going to point that out later on, if it ever came up, is that like it's interesting. That he he had no love interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he loved his friend. And again, who knows if later on down the line they might go there. I would find that weird if they do, Especially because they are such good friends. Yeah, with what they've set up, and they are like you didn't you you got the idea where it's like should we shouldn't you know how you probably would be with like a best friend that you've always been right. around, but they're like yeah we're friends you know. Um, it was just interesting that he had no love interest. And I thought that was kind of like, oh, well, it's kind of like Captain America in Winter Soldier, you know, like that, like he didn't really have a love. Oh, wait, oh he, he, no, he had Agent yeah, 13. Sharon, but yeah. Agent 13 didn't feel like that for me. Yeah, but that's what she was though. So, but I'm saying, but he had none, you know, so that was, you know, very interesting. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Um, how do you guys feel about, um, because I mean, obviously you guys like the lead and, and you're not, and you don't feel too bad about the sidekick, but what, but what about the Mandarin? Because it was the Mandarin a good villain who, who does not exist, yeah, <laughs> right? Because he's never the Mandarin, he is Wen Wu, right? Okay, true. But, um, I mean, are we happy with, with that, or do we feel like it's a, a, a forced um course correction for, for Disney Marvel? Well, Marvel already course corrected themselves within Iron Man 3, so they already started that, um, and also the, by, the short film that they did afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, but that's all based off of Mar- of of Iron Man three. So I mean, we, they the already team. went through, they already went through that there is that, that I'm sorry that Trevor was not the Mandarin. Um, but I I like Wen Wu. I, I but I just his thing, like I said, was more of a corrupted, lost love. And I mean, he obviously was a, a very vicious businessman when he you know and, and is running like some kind of a assassination ish kind of league i don't even know what he's actually running exactly assassination ish uh, well it doesn't seem like that's this doesn't seem like that's their goal um they don't seem like they're just assassins for hire it just seems like he's protecting his business interests you know it, it's more like um shadow government puppetry you know yeah there you go and um but like in that though we don't see very much of what he's doing so i didn't find him to be overly villainous in his villainy like right. I said, all the, the the villainous part of him for for me was the fact that he just was willing to do anything to get back his wife and or make the other people pay for him losing her. Yeah, that you know, the 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 fact that he was so easily manipulated is is what kind of like uh, took me out of like the of, of liking him, you know, as as a character. Because oh, that's weird. Because because like well. Because you would assume, like, this guy, he's been alive for over a 10, thousand years. Yeah, for 10,000 years. Yeah. Been alive. And you would think he would have a, a, a stronger will, you know, see, that, that the voice of his wife would easily manipulate him that much. See, wow, see, we got there already? No, no, yeah. Um, so, 
I don't see. I find that just the opposite. I actually like that because this is not about will. This is not about some hypnosis, you know, some 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 like you know circus hypnotist going like you know watch this you know uh, coin of gold, um, kind of a thing. Uh, no, it's that is how much he loved that That's woman. Her. He yeah, never because remember in ten thousand years, he never had love. I'm sure he banged a lot of chicks. He's probably done this, <laughs> and, but he didn't have love. He, and, that, and they make that very clear. He never knew love until he met her. So, and that is what, that's the, that's why I'm saying before, it's not so much his villainy as it's, it's the corruption it's, of his lost love. And it's, a, and, and, it's a, and it's a willing, um, it's a willing action. It's not like he's being forced. He's like, this is, I have to do this because I love this woman. So versus him being, you know, like controlled per se. What I got out of this whole statement is that this dude actually has more kids than Genghis Khan, is what you're saying? It's possible. Or he no. may not have done anything. We don't know. I mean, like, that part we didn't address. Because he's never... I mean, I mean he's, did he mention probably having kids before, I, I'd imagine? You know, he probably has. Um, but, yeah, but like I said, I mean, this is... But as far as love, we know that this is the only love he ever had. Right. I mean, the fact that he gave up the rings for her for 14... Right. Well, not for 14 years, for six years, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think he was seven. six when she died. Seven. seven, seven when she died. So for seven years, I mean, and after ten thousand years of just running roughshod with those, that is saying a lot. And that he, because also he gave up his immortality too when he took the rings off. So right. he was willing to die for her after ten thousand years. That's love. <laughs> you know. Now, now, now speaking of of those two, really quick, um, what did you think of that that, that scene where they met and, and they were fighting each other? Was it too romanticized or too stylized, or was it? nice and appropriate and what we needed to see it's typical of um ever since hidden you know um cross 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 for americans i mean obviously this has been going on far longer in chinese films but it's kind of what americans have come to expect for that like fanciful kind of thing you know you get the journey with the west um, to, uh, to the west and stuff like that so i appreciated it i had wished it was a little bit more grounded in its supernaturalness i would if that makes any kind of sense um, okay. but i still i still liked it i mean it was still touching okay robbie what was the question wow do we skip do we pass <laughs> no i said you know i mean the fact that when 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 um when, when when the parents met and that whole sequence where they're fighting each other and it's like it's kind of like a dance but it's kind of you know like you know it, it's a fight and it's all this choreography oh that was all foreplay baby I guess you liked it. <laughs> Never mind, Ralph. You you answered my question. Thank I you. mean, I'm pretty sure Mike said this because I wasn't listening, but it's very reminiscent of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like it was just really. It's easy. almost as if you were listening. Yeah. Almost, <laughs> almost. And th- and then he complains. Um, <laughs> and the reason why I say co- um, course correction is because I know, like, like like we talked about, you know, the fact that they did Mandarin dirty and I'm Iron Man three, and like Ralph said in the short film, they they said, oh yeah, well that's not the Mandarin, you know, it's somebody else. Well, but I mean, we established that in the third Iron Man film. It wasn't like All Hail the King was a surprise. It was just the fact that there was someone actually looking for him was the surprise. I mean, because we established he wasn't the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is that, no, no, we know that. But but there was, but after Iron Man 3, you didn't know if there was a real Mandarin after all. You just knew that whoever was the Mandarin wasn't. Right. That's why I'm saying course correction, because people were pissed. I mean, we were pissed. And we were pissed oh, when yeah. it happened. And then when they came out with Return of the King, and, all hail and the like, king. Oh, hail the king. They got Return of the King. Um, Return of the King was a different movie. 
Yeah, but I get I get our movie right, but I get the the the, the side movie wrong. <laughs> but but yeah, the point is, you know, that's why I said course correction because you know Marvel dealt, you know, they said, oh, oops, sorry, no, there really is a Mandarin, and and it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a hoax. There really was one, and then now they kind of showed, you know, him in full form. How did you guys feel about the 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 rings being changed into bangles? Um, kind of Mike's Mike, you're a purist to a degree. Well, Rob, to a you're a newest. I, um, I said to a degree. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, to a degree. I mean, it's it worked with the story, but I it didn't have to be rings. I just was kind of expecting there to be something more than an undefined power. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's what it was. It wasn't. It didn't. So it didn't replicate all the power of the rings because they they have like mental telepathy, magnetism. You know, ice. You know, projection. It's, it's a whole uh, plethora of stuff. But like you know, he, you did get things that he used it as force to at least not fly, but for long distance movement. You know, uh, you got energy projection and things like that. Himself. But yeah, um, I was okay with it. And then it just I just became part of the movie. But I was looking forward to at least some variation and and much more clear variation of power. But you know, I, I can see if they if they still stick with the possible reason of why the rings even exist, which they might not after the double end credits. Um, which we can, we'll get to actually eventually. Right. Then, then leaving them like this actually makes far more sense than the rings themselves do because it was a propulsion unit used for a ship. So right. the, the fact that rings had like mental telepathy, ice, you're like, well, okay, I'm not understanding why that was part of the propulsion of a ship. <laughs> you know, so this makes a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, it kind of does. And it, it also just, they looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Though it seems a sort of like, uh, um, Shrink to the the, the wearer. <laughs> no, well that, and also like it's it's a weapon that is, I would say, limited in a way because when when he's actually shooting the rings out at people to like project the energy out, like you're you're leaving yourself kind of defenseless because there's a point where he shot all ten out, yeah. you know, and then when you have if you're fighting someone who's able to then take control of it, so now you lost all your rings, so then. Right. You know, like, well, well, obviously that's happened one time as far as, <laughs> as far as losing control of them. But yeah, no, he shoots them out. So I thought that was it. But then you see how quickly he they can return back. them. So, yeah. you know, so you're like, oh, OK. I mean, and also he's had 10,000 years of experience with them. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if, if he was fighting a speedster, they would have taken him out. Yeah, that split second where he's recalling that ring, that speedster would be like, oh, no, actually, that's not true, because if he was fighting a speedster and then he pulled out a gun. Which they somehow can't then manage to get out of his hand. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. <laughs> you know, then they be screwed. <laughs> well, no, Mike, we're not bashing the Flash today. We're talking about Shang Chi. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it's very interesting how this movie approached. You know, like a lot of different things. Um, let me ask you this, um, because we talked about you know the Mandarin and the bank and the, and the rings and the, but. We haven't talked about Trevor. How do we feel about Trevor being included? We talk about course correction. I was mad that he was alive. I, I really I knew you would be. I, I was. I mean, be, well, because I mean, I mean, again, I mean, this is some feared guy that you just pissed off, like for like assuming his him. role, right. you know, and then being a wuss on top of that, and then still using his legend to survive in prison, you know, like I mean, like I said, and, and also I, so that when he was alive. I would have been happier with it if they had just given a better reason. 
why he was alive. He was basically yeah, just like, oh yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I just started doing this performance and the people loved it. So I just keep doing it. And I'm like, well, that's, that's such a Disney answer as to why you didn't kill somebody. Like, like if he had just, if he had <laughs> just said like, I, I gave him information and then he let me live as long as I, you know, entertained the troops. I mean, it's still, he could still be doing his acting, but just, it was just that the acting was the only reason he was alive. I'm like, they don't have TV where he is like like there's far better performers than this this you know washed up hack obviously right you know? well that just but nonetheless to, i grew to like him nonetheless that just goes to show you that even cutthroat murderers enjoy a live performance i guess so <laughs> i mean normally they get one by when they're killing somebody but i guess they wanted one where the person lived yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you ralphie six claws be... uh i i mean listen uh What's the guy's name? The actor? Ben Kingsley. Kingsley? Yes. I love the guy. He's a phenomenal actor. Oh, Ben Kingsley is just awesome. He's Check out great movies he's done, like, you know. Ender's Game? <laughs> oh, don't even get me started with that. Or what, what was the other uh, species? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, he is oh, actually he's actually a fantastic actor. I mean, uh, Species ben, was ben, a good movie, though, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, was, wasn't he also bitch. in... Uh, no. A little princess, I think. No, I'm not sure. Right. Never mind. Sure. But anyway, he was in he was in Blood Rain as well, which. Yeah. Oof. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyways, so. Anyways, um, he he's just a great actor, and yeah, he is. And and Trevor is such an inter interesting character because, <laughs> like, my favorite scene is is from when uh, he's talking about when he watched Planet of the Apes as a kid. Mm -hmm. Oh and, yeah. Like, <laughs> I I couldn't tell if he was seriously like saying that like like that he believed that the monkeys were real monkeys and that they were acting like they knew how to ride horses mm -hmm. or that he actually knew that there was actually you know stuff so, like it was wow. it was just so good that mm -hmm. i couldn't really tell it was such a slick line because exactly you were like wait well because the, well at the end you figure even as an adult he still doesn't realize and you're like you have to be kind of bullshitting at this point yeah because <laughs> because you're an actor you have to know how this all works at this point yeah you know so I'm like, uh, I'm like, damn, that was is just hilarious because he's he's also like, he's trying to like lighten the mood at that moment mm -hmm. with, with that little story. So I'm like, well, it was very much a shaggy dog story where it just keeps going and going, and then you get to this end and you're like, oh what? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> shaggy dog story. Yeah, yes. just like the uh, the Norm Macdonald uh, telling the joke on uh, what show was that? I forget. He was on mm -hmm. one of those late night shows, and you know the 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 moth joke. I heard about that, yeah. Where like the moth goes into a, a podiatrist's office and starts talking about all these things that's wrong with him and then the the punchline is the doctor says, Well, why did you come into here? Like you should go to a like a psychiatrist and he says, Well, the light was on. Right. I was about to say it must be the light was on. <laughs> I never heard it, but I, I can see where this was going. <laughs> you know. But yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't believe we got to Norm McDonald. The recipe's Norm McDonald, by the way. Yes, um What's um because I'll be honest with you, I'll give my take real quick. Um, I was annoyed that Trevor was alive. I won't mm -hmm. say exactly like Mike, like, but I was annoyed because I was like, why are we bringing him back? You know, because I mean, in truth, besides besides humor, he didn't advance the story anymore either. I mean, like he helped, like you know, like he had the uh, uh, what's the actual? The, he had the uh, the Dijang, the the uh, he had Morris, the yes, yeah. which is actually the name of the thing. It's a it's a, it's a Dijang. Um, right. or also known as a hundun, but um, and that was the the way for them to be able to get you know to uh, Talo first. But they could have gone, they could have found that out other ways. You know what I'm saying? Like another, they could have introduced that in a different way in the movie, 
versus having Trevor having the solution in his possession. So like, but, other, but otherwise he didn't add anything more than more humor, which we already had some of that with Aquafina, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I still enjoyed him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. After, I mean, well, once he got going, I, he was fine. You know, like, yeah, yeah I, I, I was just kind of like, when I saw him, I'm like, really? <laughs> really? But, yeah. Um, what, um, oh shoot, I just had the question. Let me look at my, my questions. Oh, um, I will. Um, we, we talked about all these different characters and we'll get to where the where the climax builds and, and you know everybody comes together. How do we feel about about um Sean's sister? Uh oh, you talking about Shailene? Uh, Shailene, yeah. Oh, I, I mean I liked. I mean she she out of all of them is the, probably the most one and a half dimensional. Right. You know, like like she's just the badass sister and of course you know i mean it's marvel and it's disney so just and just like we saw in black widow there's always that family reconciliation type feeling and you know so you know that's gonna happen with them um at least for now even if it doesn't last for long right um but other than that she didn't provide anything that much more interesting for me you know she just was i'm a really good fighter um i'm pissed at my brother and I'm pissed at my father. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, the only thing I, th I see that it adds, though, just I didn't mean to interrupt mm -hmm. you, Mike. I apologize. Um, what I felt like it added was um, the opposite end of the coin. Sean chose to kind of hide and not use his abilities, really. You know, you know what he was learned, what he learned to do what, what, versus her, where she decided to make money off of it, you know, and, and, and like be badass. Cause he's badass too, but she's like, okay, she 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 doubled down on being badass. Where Sean was like, well, no, I'm I'm just, you know like I'm just trying to like back away. I'm not really trying to do this stuff. So it was just interesting to see like you know, well, what if Sean would have took that path? You know that it was possible. Or or, so, or you can see them uh, each as a reflection of the parents, where yeah. uh, Shang Chi is a reflection of his mother, and and Shang uh, was it what was the name of the sister? Oh. Um, um, Shangling is a reflection of the father where Point. they both decide to build an empire and, right. and then Sean is just, you know, just trying to live life. Well, but it's interesting though, like with her, that her travel was always idolizing her father, yep. which is interesting. Whereas uh, Shang-Chi, you know, was much, well, because of, again, his father at that point had given up his rings. So he was allowed just to be a little boy, um, you know, and, and grew to to learn the kindness from his mother. But then after six or after seven years was becoming, you know, a, a clay figure for his father by that point to be molded. Right. And, and then he still chose not to be like him, you know. It, it, it was very, I mean, it was interesting, you know, just watching to see how they were going to build this dynamic and, and I mean, Oh, by the way, well, well they are, they are, they're nature versus nurture. That's what that what right. their example is. Yeah. yeah. Um, a side note, what do we think about Wong and, and um, abominations inclusion in the, um, <laughs> in just in the movie in general, but how they were included. It's funny for the abomination to a point, but it also makes notes. I mean, like we know that the Hulk is not, thank God, the Hulk from the comics, because that's just, we get boring. And therefore, the abomination is not on the same level as the Hulk from the comics, but still, it's quite formidable. And you're like, this is what you're really reduced to just like, you know, fight club fighting, really? And Wong, you're like, why are you fighting in a fight club? That's what got me. Like, that, that's like, what like, made me wonder. Like, does, 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 does Stephen Strange know what you're doing? That's all I kept <laughs> thinking is I'm like, 
does he know what you're doing right now? No, he's, it's he's busy playing with Spider Man. Dude, up. it takes me back to the Spider um, Ralph. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It takes me back to that Spider Man um, coming attractions. Wong is too busy telling Doctor Strange, don't use that spell. Meanwhile, he's in a fight club, like, you know, like making fights, you know, you know, having people pay for these fake fights. Yeah. So I'm like, really? No, it's just, it's, it's very interesting. Like, you know, I, I think because they seem to be using, I, I read that he's going to be in a lot more film, like a lot more of them. Wong or, or yeah, Abomination? Wong. Um, so I think he's, it's almost like he's kind of like the, the magic Nick Fury right now, kind of like getting things together, you know, finding things or whatever. But, um, but I mean, nonetheless, I mean, it was great seeing Wong and we saw Wong more than once. So that was always good. I'm glad we didn't see the abomination more than once. Like, I'm glad the abomination didn't show up to help the fight at the end. I would have been pissed about that. Yeah. But, uh, I hear that. That just wouldn't have worked. I'm glad Wong didn't show up to help the fight at the end. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, the, the film builds to, you know, um, to Sean and and and, um, and Katie and, and the rest of the crew finding the secret land that his mother lived in and you know them getting prepared. How do we feel about that? It, it, it you know it had that Shangri La feel, but did it feel? Was it? I mean, I thought it was visually stunning. Oh, it was visually stunning. I love the forest to get there. That forest yeah. is mean. <laughs> um, uh, I object. Shangri La is a Tibetan. Uh... Paradise. I, I was. Mistaken? I was not saying. A, I wasn't saying it was exactly like that. I was making comparison. Well, Come on. Call it a Valhalla. <laughs> well, th this wasn't a Valhalla. Well, listen. <laughs> paradise is paradise, right? Yeah. Well, but I mean, well, in the in the Marvel Comics world, um, Talo, because it, it it didn't exist until 1980, in Thor, I think, 301 or something like that. It's when uh -huh. they first just introduced it, because Thor needed. Um, he needed something to bring back some Asgardians, and I think he needed some kind of uh, food or elixir of life to, um, that the gods could use. And that's so where he went to Talo because it's some kind of a interdimensional realm, but it's also it's considered a god realm. Um, oh, wow. Like, okay. And there's many of them, but that's particularly one of them. And that's where he got this uh, ability to bring back some of the Asgardians. Um, so, I mean, it's got to I mean, this one obviously is not quite that. I mean, it's 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 separated and it's being protected by the dragon, you know. Can't lie, though. When, when Talo was introduced, I was like, and here comes mom. <laughs> oh, I I was waiting for that. No, nah, I, I was I was not expecting the mom to come back. You know, because you got to have your tragedy somewhere in there. I I was just I love Michelle Yeoh, so I was so happy when I saw her. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. So, remember how um the the aunt does the history of Tao Lo, and she right. said she said how they had massive cities and like the, the area is very large. Do those cities still exist? Probably not. I don't think. I, I'm getting that. the feeling that it's not exactly always been right where it is. That's what I'm getting the feeling of. I'm thinking it's kind of like uh, Kunlun that it that it just happens to be where it is. Because she made it sound like the cities are still there and like the society still exists, and that that's, that group of people who are there are only there to guard the the gate and also the entrance to Earth. Well, they said. I mean, see, they made it sound like that that they lost a lot of people. So I think that a lot was destroyed. I I, I think that those people there are that might, they might be it. You know, they might be the remnants of the original people, like you know, or descendants of those original people. I think. I mean, but they they've been there for the, over a thousand years. But... Well, I know they're. I think they're long lived. I don't know if they're completely immortal. Like I don't know if they're as old as you know as as when Wu or anything like that. But I. But I mean, as you saw, there's old people there and there's young people there. So, you know, 
um, there's something going on. So I, I think they're long lived. I don't know if they would be considered immortal, but I, I, I don't know whether I would say they're the original people or if they're just descendants of those people. But you I know? mean, you would think the population would grow exponentially, right? Like... No, I mean, well, they would probably be very into like, keep the population reasonable. I mean, you know, they, they would be an intelligent society by that point. So what you're saying is that they would only have uh, a copulation set schedule. So like, they would be like, okay, uh, every hundred years you're allowed to get it on. And if you don't get pregnant then, well then, you know, there's the next hundred years. No, I just think their pullout game is great. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh my it makes goodness. More sense. That makes more sense. Actually, yeah. Their I, pullout I, game was great. I, I could see it. Yeah. Especially if they have the power of the dragon, you know, they don't even have to just pull out. They just shoot out, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, one of those guys had one dragon on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't resist wait, that wait, one. Wait, wait. There it is. Yeah, you know that. You guys out there were waiting for that. Uh, that, was, that was a hard fault one because I was being cheap with it. So, you know. <laughs> you know what, Cap? This one's for you. Wait, wait, where is it? He can't even figure out the mm, freaking... Mm, where is it? Where is it? We got the worst soundboard. Uh, this is worse than dead air. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, but, just but what I was going to say is that... Oh, wait, so here like, it is. Fuck you. There it is. There we are. Um, but it's funny, like, when because I, um, I had seen it, I think, before mostly everybody I knew saw the movie, because I saw it that weekend. I saw it that Saturday of the Friday it opened. And, um, Thirsty. I, but I when I saw people, they were like, well, how was it? And I, you know, didn't want to get it all into it, but I just said, like, when I watched the movie, it was like, oh, this, I mean, it was, it was a fine, you know, it's, it's a Marvel movie starting up, you know, da, 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 da. And it's like, oh, okay, here's a twist I wasn't expecting, you know, you know, stuff like with Juan or Abomination, you know, I'm like, then you had your twist and then you had like that, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And then I'm like, then you got to the, oh my God, I was not expecting that, but it was great. And that's when you got to like Talo. I'm like, I was not expecting to see a flying dragon on the screen at any point. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, you know, it's part of their mythos, but I'm like, I was not expecting that. Those, right. Those, uh, those guardian, uh, like lion, uh, the lion dragon shishi. things. They're yeah. called shishi. The mm -hmm. shishi were spot on. They look. Oh, just shishi like were beautiful. Statue. They were absolutely beautiful. Those guardian lions are beautiful. I, I, that, they, they grabbed me more than the, uh, the chi lin. Those like horse like things. Yeah. That Trevor first like those were interesting, but like, like I was just like, oh. And then like the 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 Huli Jing, the nine-tailed fox. Oh yeah, just, when I and the saw children that. was just beautiful. I was just like, oh. I was like, oh, that one only has three tails. It's not fully it's, grown it's yet. It's growing up there. And also the uh, the 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 Fang Pong, the the, the phoenix-like birds in the air. Yes, they, they were all. They, all of that was just great. For yeah. a moment, I thought Mulan was going to show up there. <laughs> I, I, I'll say this though. Maybe that old man was Mulan. Maybe she just never stopped changing. That's my. <laughs> One thing I'll say is this, that uh, I thought the movie was going to end with, um, I mean, until they started talking about him hearing the voices and he's trying to, you know, free his wife from being behind the wall. Blah, blah, blah. I thought the final battle was going to be father and son, not realizing there'd be a bigger threat. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, how do we well, feel? Yeah, about I mean, that's exactly, well, that's what we thought, because, I mean, we had we had no more information past it. That's why I was just like, by the time you got to the other, you're like, oh, my God, I was not expecting this, <laughs> you know, Um <laughs> I'm glad that that wasn't the final end. I think that would have just been kind of like, oh. Because, sure. I mean, you know he's just going to beat his dad. I mean, not just because he's the hero, but it's just like, well, he's going to beat him, you know. But, like, you know, you add the dragon, which, of course, you still know it's going to win, but, like, you don't know how, you know, is it going to be put away? Is it going to be more, you know, like, that, I think, just was much more dramatic. And it was also very much, again, like, you know, the fantasy, like, you know, the... Uh, you know chinese movies with all that mythology like that we, we've grown used to in the west in the western world here you know right it, but it was just so beautiful between yeah. the water and the actual creatures and oh it was it, it was really well done yeah. you say that right. rob questions 
uh, in all the time that uh, Tallow had existed, no one had thought to blow up the Devourer. Like, they, they had weapons, and, and clearly they were an advanced society. Like, no one thought, like, oh, hey, how about we shove a nuke down this guy's throat and blow him up? Like, uh, Because they didn't have the Ten Rings, and also, like, you saw what happened when just those things started getting out. They were just taking them down left and right, and that's with extra help from a military unit, you know? So it's like, no, you don't want to piss that off. <laughs> I mean, and then uh, second question. I forgot, so move on. Good job. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, so we were satisfied with, with with the way the movie ended before we got to the two extra scenes. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the father and son fight was good. I, I mean, it could. I I always wanted a little bit more, like you know, just just pulse pounding, like just just, just ripping at each other kind of a, a fight. But I, I nonetheless, I enjoyed. It. But that was just me because I just watch a lot of karate movies and stuff like that. So I was just, I just wanted more for my own sake and enjoyment. But I I was actually good with the fight. I thought like a lot of those movies were good. Seeing. Uh, Shang-Chi be able to control the rings, you know. I mean, granted, it was a quick, like, all right, you're a quick study on your mom's, like, I was waiting for your you mom's ability. That, like, there's like, some you, things you I didn't know even, Mike's going to point yeah, out. That's one of them. You didn't even learn it over a matter of months. You learned it over, like, a matter of a couple of days. Not even. It was, like, the same day, wasn't it? Well, he yeah. is a master of Kung Fu, right? Yeah, but he's, damn. He, <laughs> technically, you could say he's been learning it his whole life. I suppose though, so. Though, I, I, I did... I uh, think it was pretty cool when uh, when he gets the rings, right? And he he uses them completely different than from his father does. Mm -hmm. He actually like stands on them and uses them as a platform, right. where wherein his father would just shoot himself up and away in order to to like fly up or do something like that. I, I thought it was pretty yeah. cool. And he he even there was like a moment where he, he sort of like rides them as if they're like a, a skateboard or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, like they said, I mean, their 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 power, and it's how you wield it. And his father saw one way to wield it, even over ten thousand years. And it's also what makes the character. So Shang Chi, he saw, the, you know, it could be used as a tool to help people, not to subjugate people. Yeah. And I think in that, you know, and I'm assuming, of course, that's also why it changes colors. You know, da da da. da and, right. And then the, uh, I thought it was really cool how, um, do you remember uh, ever watching Kung Fu Hustle? Oh, I love that movie. So remember at at the very end the Buddhist palm, uh -huh. Shang Chi kind of did that with when he's flying down from from the heavens. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he's using the rings to 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 throw him up because he, he kind of does like the Buddhist palm kind of thing, and then right. pushes it down and then away to to explode him. Yeah, no, that was cool. I mean, like I said, the movie was just I I really truly just really love that movie. I, I was very yeah, excited. so different from all the other kind. Yeah, of and that and that's styles. what I kept telling people. I kept saying, I'm like, it's it's a Marvel movie. I'm like, but it's just very different, very different. Yeah, yeah. and people. Oh, go ahead, Ruffy. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I remember what I was gonna say. That um, the what I liked about the fight scenes in this movie is that they were they were very reminiscent of the old kung fu movies, mm -hmm. and the fact that you know. Um, there was no like cutaway or anything to try to not not show like the the impacts or the or the hits uh uh and all the moves so mm -hmm. like like if you take movies like like born identity like all those fight scenes are very choppy right you know but these these were like straightforward it's like single focus on the fight you know you see all the moves and everything and right. it, it was it was very reminiscent of the old kung fu movies yeah i'll give you that i, I thought about it. that but that's true yeah no that was it. good yeah and and it wasn't even I don't know if, cause, cause you know how like with those old kung fu movies, especially like Bruce Lee movies, they had to slow them down because he was just way too fast, right? Right. So with this one, I don't know if they probably just shot it at a normal speed and just had the actors move a little bit, 
uh, slower just to 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 get the a good shot. And I would also and imagine that sped it up a little bit. I would also imagine for a lot of the fight scenes, I would imagine it's not the actors. I would think. I mean, I'm sure for like maybe something that's close up or whatever, but I would imagine the far right, away it's probably started. someone else. Yeah, you would yeah. think. If you look closely, you actually see me in one of the scenes. I thought I saw you. Yeah. I stood up in the theater. I was like, "Hey, it's Ralph the Tech." I, I was uh, I was the uh, Ten Rings goon number twenty-seven. I was the the second one that one of those devouring creatures comes and grabs. Oh my gosh! And why then, am I? Why right, are we entertaining this? Why right are we entertaining this? Well, first of all, well, he's lying because we know he was he was Shishi number two. And they didn't even have to do any makeup because he's of that damn beard. They just combed it differently. <laughs> that was for the second scene. But for the first scene, I was goon number 27. All right, all right, all right. Before we start bringing this this review to a close, let me ask you the two endings that we got, the, mm -hmm. the mid-credit and the post-credit. Right. What did we think? Um, The mid-credit had a lot of, like, you know, I don't say a lot of power, but it had a lot of star power. That's for sure. I mean, well, it did have power. I mean, you definitely can see it's setting up because now what you're doing is that it's like it's nothing that's ever been seen before. It's probably nothing of this world. So, oh, that gives us an idea. It might be space related. Ah, we're getting a lot more space relation going on in this this second or the, I'm sorry, this uh, phase four, what I consider the second wave of Marvel movies. Right. Uh, you know, so I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought that was interesting. Also, you got to see that. Oh, and that is what I almost spoiled in episode number 200. We were talking about, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Some of my reason he came up and I'm just like, wow, I just saw him. He looks so freaking old. Mm -hmm. And I was about to say, and then I was about, and then I remembered where I'd seen him and that's why I stopped. Ah. <laughs> yeah, because he, I'm like, my God, man. I, I mean, I know like, you know, we're human beings, but he just looked like, he just went from like late forties to late sixties. <laughs> like, what happened to this man? You know? I think that was, I think that was purposely done. Cause yeah. I see Mark Ruffalo in interviews recently. I think they're trying to make it like a time jump. Yeah, you know, I, that's well, what I mean, it is. Well, time jump from what? I mean, this is still it's after the five years, but it's not five years after the five. Because I think they say it's in twenty nineteen. I mean, not I'm sorry, twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. They're set in twenty twenty four. So it's it's a year maybe after the five years. So it's he's the same age he was and all, and also a year question, older. And also going to be the question is the, the, the other question is going to be why are we seeing Mark Ruffalo? He's supposed to be you know um, Super Hulk. You know, well, he, we, remember he chose that. Not like he was stuck that way. You know, yeah. so I mean, but obviously too. They, and this is interesting. If they do, if it is makeup and it's just that he just didn't look old. If it is makeup, what would be interesting to say is because his arm is in a sling, which means he didn't fully ever heal after reverting back, and that's after staying the Hulk. With regeneration, he still didn't heal going back fully. Right. Um, so then that also might say like it drained my body, and that's why he's gotten older, like looking older because his yeah. body's just like it never recovered from that 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 gamma burst yeah. of, the, of the the Infinity Glove, and that would be a cool reason. I think I would love that reason. In fact, you know. Um, but I guess we'll see how old he looks again on She Hulk. Right. Ooh. That's right. And and what about the second ending? The second ending, not that interesting. I mean. It's it just depends. I mean, it looks like she's either going to rerun the Ten Rings or she's going to build her own. In the comics, there they have the golden daggers. But see, there's also she as a sister does not exist. Um, uh, Shailene does not exist as a sister. She he has five sisters, and she's basically all of them. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I mean, you know, because instead of giving her five, they just get, I mean, obviously they could always say, oh, he had a kid if they need to later on in movies, but. She's basically representing all, but she's but she's named after none of them, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but they did start. A, um, but one of them did start a uh, an opposing uh, army called the Golden Daggers and stuff like that. 
So that could be what she ends up using instead of using the ten rings. Okay, Rafi, what, what, what? How did you feel about the last bit? I mean, from the moment when uh, the the scene right before the post credits where um, they're talking to their friends at the bar, and he's like, "So where's your sister now? Oh, she's she's back at the compound dismantling the ten rings." I'm like, nah, she not. "Yeah." <laughs> She not dismantling yeah. anything. Oh yeah, I knew. I, yeah, I knew she wasn't dismantling. I I didn't know what she may be doing, but I'm like, nah. nah she, <laughs> she not dismantling. She oh. she's rebuilding. Right. But oh, did you like the? I love the gobsmack friends. Yeah. So what did you? They're yeah. like, so what you guys do? And then they go oh, through the you, whole list of every real thing they did, and they're like, oh, it's just is this thing back at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, not everything's about you, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just about saving the world. Right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. All right. So let's get into it. Renaming the movie. Ralph, are you going first or uh no, let, let, let you go first. Let Ooh. you let you go first. All right, cool. I'm gonna call it Evasion, the art of avoiding Asian stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Ralph. <laughs> they did, and they did a good job of it too. That's what I'm saying. I mean that, they really I'm, did. That's why I renamed the movie that because I mean it, Without getting too long, there's a difference between avoiding stereotypes and embracing culture, you know. And I, and I think that sometimes people get that confused. Like they're like, oh yeah, well, 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 they were using martial arts. And like, well, that's part of their culture, <laughs> but you know, they, yeah. they found it, it was a nice balance. That's what I'm saying. Right, Ralph. Uh, what was it? Uh, Kung Fu Transporter Speed Three. <laughs> 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 well, 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 there it is. Katie could drive, man. She's driving her hard. But I just, I just love those directions that the Trevor's giving. Yeah, you might want to turn right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why? It's <laughs> you know, like it's going all over the place. <laughs> um, I, uh, I just all the elements. I just call it Shang Chi and the never-ending story of the journey to the West. <laughs> oh. When story. he, when he flew on that dragon, I'm like, yeah. I've seen this movie before somewhere else, mm-hmm. and it didn't look quite this Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Journey to the West. I really oh, Journey to the West. Listen, I wish I could learn Mandarin just so that I, I could read Journey to the West in its original form. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Ratings for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Ralph? I give Shang-Chi. This is going to come as a shock. I know. I give it 10 rings. Yeah. Ooh, I, wow. I said it. Out of 10 rings? I said it. 10 rings out of 10 uh, rings. I said it. Out of 10. Wow. Okay. This, this Holy shit. Shit. It had everything that I love. It had, uh, it didn't have anything that I hated. You know, it, it was just spectacular. Like from start and, and, to finish. And, and, and Ralph even saw the extended director's cut that had the nude scene with me in it. And he still liked the movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I missed that one. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, you know, jaw dropped. I was like, Holy shit. I know that guy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, shifting right along. Um, I'm gonna give Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings nine faceless animals or aka chicken pigs out of ten. Chicken pigs. Chicken pigs. <laughs> that, that was disturbing. That, that, that thing Maurice, was disturbing. Man. It's Maurice. Every it's time Maurice. he said every time he said Maurice, um, I thought back to the Love Guru. Which Ben Kingsley's in also, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that movie killed um, Michael, Mike Myers' career. It literally did. <laughs> and, and also to um, the... I guess, and Jessica Alba. No, well, and also the the, the song, uh, The Joker. I don't remember. Oh, never mind. 
boy. Is this song? I forget. It's not Fat Boy Slim, is it? It might be Fat Boy Slim. Anyways, Mike. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, back to me. Um, I give it a rating of nine. The 10 rings are stronger than anything in your universe out of 10. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, that was quite the statement when they said that. I was like, oh, uh, all right. right. But I also love, like, I mean, not that I've heard anything particular, but I always love when, te- when fanboys take statements. I like, granted, it's in a movie, but it's not like it's a definitive thing. It's like, oh, they said this. So I'm like, someone said that. Does it mean right. it's a fact? Of life, it just means that it's the strongest thing they've ever come across, you know, <laughs> or whatever else. You're like, just, just relax, you know. Question. I was gonna make something about an ivermectin joke, but I ain't doing it. Go ahead, Ralph. Do you think it's uh, it's gonna be Galactus, or maybe um, what's that? The gold people is that Adam Strange? Uh, no, that's um, um, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, right? Adam Strange is DC. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, no, I don't or, think it's gonna be. Or would it be I, the Eternals? Well, it's, it's remember it's setting out a signal, so I think that's going to be probably related to the Eternals. I mean, I, the Eternals might be coming because of that signal, like they might right. be like uniting because of the signal, which would be interesting. Um, so I you don't think it's, it would be the Celestials coming back. I think it could be something to do with the Celestials, mm-hmm. like even if they don't come back, it just might be something that they invented or a power thing of theirs at some point. Like I said, or they could still do. By the way, did anyone think that Dragon was Fin Fang Foom? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I said well, the drawing looked like him because it had that same weird arc shape as the body. But then this one just had like basically no legs. I mean, it had like two legs, and that was it. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, they, like I said, they still could do the same thing. I mean, I mean, it could really just be a power source to an alien device, um, and it could be from the you know from the dragon race that uh, Fin Fang Foom is from. I, I just had a really uh, funny wrong thought. What if the Ten Rings are actually the Celestials Prince Albert rings? And we're going to make a transition and saying, so there you have it. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Definitely not a Prince Albert. But ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. You never know. Geeks on the Go. Now more rings. I thought he was going to go something different. I really thought he was going to say rings, but I was hoping he said something different. Well, listen, I, I am unpredictably predictable. Now more chicken pigs. I mean, I don't know. No, why? <laughs> why would I disrespect them like that? Come on, man. Those are why sacred want more than, Why would you want more than one? <laughs> Listen, Maurice is—he's fine with his family, right? It's just Morris. Know. It's just Morris. Stop calling him Maurice. I prefer Maurice. So does he. How do you know? You, you, you wouldn't know. <laughs> all right, all right, everybody. I speak fluent chicken pig. It's okay. All, all right. right. You know the segment, everybody. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute enough to still have the segment. But Ralph spoils the segment enough for me to get frustrated. What's, yeah. why, why it's always on me, man? Why, because, for, because for, I would say, about 48 episodes, maybe even 52, Mike would mess it up. But unintentionally, you specifically save all your energy for this particular thing. Listen. See, this is this is why Mike gets away with it. He's so good, he makes it look like he's not trying. One thing but he's Mike's actually not good at lying. <laughs> One oh, thing I'm Mike's great not good at lying. Mike. That just tells you how good I am. Yeah. <laughs> he's got you fooled. I feel fucked up right now. <laughs> Ready, set, go. In the era of COVID, New York Comic Con will use a glass wall to have patrons take photos with celebrities. Worth it, Ralph. No, I mean, the best part about taking pictures with celebrities is being able to fill them up afterwards. Um, ill, Mike. Uh, well, 
if they do, otherwise it's a 20 sided pandemic die roll for everyone involved anyway. So damn. <laughs> in um in your opinion, will Fing Fang Foom be included in the MCU? Mike. Uh Fing Fang Foom is from uh, McLuhan, which is the alien dragon race, so it wouldn't surprise me. All right, Ralph. I mean, just the, the history behind that character, I would mm. say like maybe. Yeah, maybe, possibly. All right. And in the next Wonder Woman movie, which villain sh- should DC include to guarantee a good film? Ralph. I mean, there's not Maxwell Lord, not Maxwell Lord. Have I said not Maxwell Lord? Okay. There you go. <laughs> Mike. Next villain, uh, Joss Whedon. Uh, 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 time is up. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. I think, well, they ruined the best one, so I guess it would be Cersei. Wow, is, Cersei. Yeah, is, that's a good point. Is, um, is Star Sapphire... Uh, a Wonder Woman villain? Star Sapphire? The, oh, no, that's a Green Lantern. Green Lantern, yeah. But she hasn't she... I remember seeing... Everybody's like, fought everybody at some point, uh, but, I mean, she's a Green Lantern because she's she's got the same she's, power she's range. She's ring-based, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. I just she's ring-based, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's funny because I wrote the question and I couldn't even figure a good Wonder Woman villain. She unless, doesn't have a good list of villains. She just unless doesn't. <laughs> unless you take a Superman villain and make it make it a Wonder Woman villain. He doesn't have a good list of villains. <laughs> he yeah, just right. does it. Yeah, they, but they're they, more interesting than hers. It's not much, but more interesting than hers. When they redid Wonder Woman um, in the last I don't know five six or whatever years ago, they started dealing much more with the mythology, the Greek mythology side of it, and that's been better. Because yeah. because you have a lot of more pan- to grab from, yeah. Well, they have a lot of the pantheon of gods. Are like, yeah, we just don't like you. I mean, <laughs> you know, they use Ares pretty badly. So, like, well, they, that's what I'm saying. They've already ruined Ares. They already ruined um, Cheetah. Uh, Cheetah. Those are her two main villains right there, and you've ruined them. What, what <laughs> about you go yeah. Giganta? Giganta is only like a one. That's like for the fun of it. That's someone that she should beat in the first half of the movie. What yeah. about um, Faust? What about him? Isn't he a Wonder Woman villain? Not particularly. Um, um, Mr. S- uh, Dr. Psycho is, but like, I think the Harley Quinn ruined him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Dr. Psycho, I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Shout outs, gentlemen. Any shout outs? Any shout outs? Um, I would like to shout out <laughs> nobody in particular, but if you're listening to this, here's a shout out to you. I'm listening to it right now. Thank you. No, oh, you're welcome. I'm going to shout out Morris. You know, lipped having old chicken pig looking guy. No, um, uh, no, I'm just uh, shouting out to the world, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Get better. I want this mask on. But other than that, just shouting out to all the other listeners that listen in. Tell more friends. We want more listeners. Yeah, or more. Or, I'm or, needy. I'm very or, needy. Or more friends that will speak up because we have, I have a lot of people like, oh, I heard episode blah blah blah. It was really good. I'm like, you listen, but they don't tell you anything until like later on so yeah. we really love the feedback even if it's something that's a critique we prefer that over silence so if you guys ever want to hit us up i mean we've talked about our email we have a we have a twitter handle we have a ig handle we have any i mean you know we've got a bunch of ways to find us find yeah. us yeah. we have an outdated uh, website that i should probably yeah, don't, don't, don't find that <laughs> don't find that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout out um, I, everybody I normally shout out, but I want to give a, a particular shout out to Tinkerbell, who's all caught up. She Woo! was like, she was like, I'm just waiting for the next stuff. Stop being slow. I'm like, wow, we're not slow. Only the artist is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, it's all his fault, really. Yeah, that, that, that artist guy. And sometimes the tech. 
Nah, nah, that guy's infallible. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I I was trying to find something quirky to say about infallible, but I just you know it is just funny that Ralph said it, so we'll just leave it at that. I'm not I gonna like. Words. <laughs> well, he got defensive here. I know words. I know words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, me smart. And actually, is this gonna be the last podcast before um, Comic Con? You mean the Comic Con that you're the only one who's going to? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 it feels weird to go without you guys. It's all right. We'll be there in spirit, maybe. Just not getting sick. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> yes that's exactly what we're going to not be doing. And <laughs> just, if, if you wake up that day and there's like a whole like camera rig attached to your body, don't don't like panic. That's just me setting up uh, the way that I can uh, view from your eyes. <clears throat> okay, so I, Ralph, Ralph, just don't have anything, a speaker in my ear saying, Point down, point down. She was hot. Point down. <laughs> I would never. That I would just have the camera move by itself. Yeah. Plus the meet you movement is probably listening. But that's the end <laughs> of our show, ladies and gentlemen. So for Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square Ralph Tech, this is the Cap saying, "Keep it geeky." We'll see you next time, if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs>